0: We are in the middle of a quarantine. With the COVID-19 spreading like wildfire throughout continents, this is probably the biggest, if not the only pandemic, that our generation will remember for years to come. We are worried and out of that worry, we are doing something bizarre. We humans are going against our primal tendencies that urge us to come together in times of distress. We are social distancing. This is helping us stop the virus from spreading by slowing down the person-to-person infection rate and all of that. But what is it doing to us? To people who, despite having the privilege and convenience of working from home, go to work every single day? Or attend uni every morning? What is it doing to the people who still do not have the luxury to do so? Even now? What other questions need to be asked during times like these? I intend to figure out all of that and more through this podcast and I shall be doing so through what we homo sapiens are best at having conversations over the phone and with a brand new bottle of expensive hand sanitizer by my side of course I'm Jishnu and you are listening to Q for Quarantine In times when not everything is at its best, when times are scary and most of us don't know what to expect from life anymore, I'm here to help you out with it. Oh, by the way, as I'm recording this, the Prime Minister of India has decided to address the nation in less than an hour's time. The last time he did that was when he told everyone that their banknotes were invalid. So I am pretty scared. Before things start going down more than it already has, let me start off by talking about Jonathan Mock. It was a regular Monday night, and Jonathan was walking down Oxford Street when he was attacked. Through his Facebook post, he let the world know that he was kicked and punched and told that his coronavirus was not wanted in this country before being sucker punched again, exploding his face with blood. Mock is 23 and Singaporean. He's been studying for the last two years at the University of London. The Metropolitan Police, who later came to the scene and took the attackers into custody, called the incident racially aggravated assault. This event is not the first of its kind, however. In New York City, on the subway, a man sprayed an Asian passenger with febries and verbally abused him. Last week, a Vietnamese curator, Ang Nguyen, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right, posted an email from a gallerist preparing to exhibit at London's affordable art fair. The gallerist asked Nguyen not to come assist with the booth. The coronavirus is causing much anxiety everywhere and fairly or not, Asians are being seen as carriers of the virus, the email read. Your presence on the stand would unfortunately create hesitation on the part of the audience to enter the exhibition space. The affordable art fair later confirmed that the gallery would not be exhibiting at their fair by mutual agreement. This Chinese restaurant was like texting their customers saying, none of our um, staff have been to China, we have no contact with the coronavirus, please like, like, come back to us, and people were like making fun of it. That's Catherine Young and her friend, 11th graders from Florida. Thousands and thousands of cases it in, in Italy, but no it's one's boycotting really, Olive no one, Garden. Yeah. No <laughs> one like, no, yeah. seriously, like no one's boycotting a mom and pop's pizza place. Like yeah. it's the same thing. As Trump keeps calling the COVID nineteen the Chinese virus, it is important for us to understand why. I was speaking to my best friend from back home and he said something that stuck with me. Uh, People have always targeted uh, specific communities and blamed them through diseases. Like, uh, um, multiple times throughout history, right? Absolutely. With the AIDS crisis being attributed to LGBTQIA plus folk and Ebola causing repeated cases of hate against all people of colour, especially black people, the world has taught us time and again that we need someone to blame when times are dire. And more often than not, we blame the easy target. I'd like to just ask the Chinese for a formal apology. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Why do you keep using this? Because it of people comes say from say racist. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. A Historically, pandemics one have stoked xenophobia. In the 19th century, people spread rumors that Irish immigrants carried cholera and tuberculosis was known as the Jewish disease. In 1900, when a Chinese man supposedly died of the plague in San Francisco, Chinatown, residents were forcibly quarantined by police where white residents were allowed to leave the area. Ainsworth from Stop Hate said it perfectly. There's a narrative that happens with hate crime from the perpetrator which says, I am attacking you, but actually lots of people agree with me. Where hate crimes become really dangerous. If the victim starts to believe that. In a country like India, where mongoloid features are not so uncommon, being mistaken as Chinese and being mistreated for it is not surprising. But it is not okay at the same time. But. Is there anything we can do? These are Northeastern students living in Punjab who amidst the panic have heard things they should not have. तो यहां पे जो students, के स्टूडेंट से आपने सुना है कोरोना वायरस पूरा हर जगह पे फैला हुआ है तो यहां पे जो भी नोडिस्क के स्टूडेंट a सभी नहीं बोलते हैं कि कुछ-कुछ लोकल है हमें कोरोना वायरस हैं and that is true they are not chinese and even if they were to be the racism and the hate is still not justified what we can do is be a bit more compassionate and understanding. We must realize the virus does not have a race. To do so, let's go back a little in time and understand why the virus was attributed a race to begin with. Before that, we'll take a short break and come back right away. We are back. Meanwhile the number of active cases in India have now touched 157 Chandigarh Chhattisgarh reported the first positive cases of covid-19 each a 23 year old woman who had returned from England has tested positive. It was on new, new year's eve 2019 when health officials in China admitted they have a problem. London has also tested positive. A rapidly positive growing number of people were developing dry cough and fever. State before having pneumonia, Mumbai, and for some, it proved to be fatal. Cases the scientists soon recognized the virus that was causing it all virus. and it traced it back to, to a likely After source, the Wuhan wet India market. Over the first 41 patients, 27 had been there. Despite the evidence not being conclusive enough, the Chinese government soon shut down the market. Peter Lee, associate professor at the University of Houston, explained why. The Wuhan market is a wet market, meaning the cages are stacked one after another on top of each other, crammed together, absolutely, in adverse conditions, where it's easy for animals to catch diseases from each other. Certain animals are also successful in spreading these diseases to humans. And if the virus then spreads to other humans? well you have an outbreak. There are many such wet markets around the world, but this specific one is famous for their selection of wild animals. The reason why the wild and domestic animals are sold together in one market is because of a decision the Chinese government made years ago. In the 1970s, China was not in good shape. The communist regime was failing to feed its people. In 1978, on the verge of collapse, this regime decided to make uh, farming private. While large farmers focus on popular options like pig and poultry, the smaller farmers started poaching wild animals in order to sustain themselves. And since it worked, the Chinese government backed it. Ten years later, the government enacted the Wildlife Protection Law. The law encouraged the breeding and domestication of wildlife, giving birth to a new industry of exotic animals being poached and sold. Endangered animals like tigers and pangolins were being trafficked to China. In early 2000s, things went down. The SARS outbreak was traced to the wet market in the Guangdong province of China. Chinese officials shut down the market and banned wildlife farming. But the ban was soon lifted. By 2018, the industry had grown to 148 billion yuan and developed smart and clever marketing tactics by promoting the wildlife animals as tonic products, medicines, etc. But most people in China do not consume such animals. The market caters to the upper crust of the society, the rich and powerful, a small minority. And the Chinese government chose to favour this minority over the rest of its 1.4 billion people. After the recent COVID-19 outbreak, the markets are shut and the practices have been banned again. But is this for good? A lot of people around the world, including people from China itself, think that the ban should be permanent. And the Chinese government is working on amending the Wildlife Protection Act again. Regardless of what happens in the future, ban or no ban, vaccine or no vaccine, we need to know that this virus originated from an animal and not a human being it does not develop in or infect asians any differently than people belonging to any other racial communities also in case you didn't know or haven't figured out yet not all asian looking people are from china to begin with even if in quarantine we cannot be physically there for the humans of this planet we must be more compassionate towards all, when all of us are scared as heck. Coming together, at least virtually, would be a good start. I've listed most of the resources that I found online and you can always reach out to me to start a conversation on Twitter. I'm always available at Jishnu Bando, that's at J-I-S-H-N-U underscore B-A-N-D-O. I'm also on Instagram at Jishuwish. J-I-S-H-Y-O-U-W-I-S-H. I'm Jishnu and you were listening to Q for Quarantine. This was our first episode and I don't know how often I would be able to release episodes but I have a lot planned for this project and let's see where it goes. We'll figure it out. Till then, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to be kind to one another. Bye.